0: Well, you know, there was a time when uh, I don't think we ever thought we would hear "Reason to Be" played. So, uh, ooh,
1: that's fun. You know, that's uh, that's that's one of my favorite Night Ranger tunes. That's that one is really inspired.
0: I mean, I figured with the law of averages, the more I'm around you guys, the more comfortable you're going to get, and the more you're going to slip up, and I'm going to get blackmail. And you know, and <laughs> uh, it's going to be like, you know, you know, there's
1: Josh's end game. <laughs> you
0: know, you know, like you know hey don't make me call her you know i'll you know either you start hitting the fucking chords the restless kind or i start <laughs> typing in some phone numbers uh you know next thing you know we're getting a full fucking man in motion record play <laughs> um so uh, <laughs> uh let's see here uh dave Nadalman. A uh, long-time listener and a uh, long-time caller. He wants to know what are your top three jazz records?
1: Ooh, wow! Top three off the top of my head. Um, do compilations count?
2: Sure.
1: <laughs> I'll I'll stick I'll stick to traditional albums. Uh, uh, John Coltrane, Giant Steps. Uh, Chick Korea, now he sings, now he sobs. And Keith Jarrett, my song. Go with. Oh, but it's like five seconds later. I'll be like, no, nah, I've got a better list. but thought, That's the I, list I came up with in I the thought, moment.
0: I thought you would do uh, uh, what's the big Chick Korea record? Uh, the blue album cover.
1: Oh, Light is a feather. You're right. Light is a feather. Why did I say? now he sings 90 subs yeah that's that's the one right there oh you know you know what a dark horse one is that like it, most jazz pianists don't even know about this dude uh, uh lover he, boy uh, dave dave Frischberg, and he was like i, I think because he, he was la but he's from new york and he anyway i just i can't get enough of listening to him play and like i'll i'll yeah periodically just put on his uh one of his albums and and immediately just yeah i think if i was desert island i would i would have to have some big Frischberg with me too
0: there you go nadalman i want you to purchase all three of those records and i want (laughs) photos of them and uh you know i want to you can stream them uh no 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 we don't stream jazz we purchased (laughs) a nice warm vinyl um emily medler wants to know what's your favorite song to do keyboards on um i guess we'll stick in the night ranger world there uh um what what songs do you like to tickle the ivories what's why well, i think you said sister christian earlier uh call my name let's just throw out one more what's one that you uh you know uh if your buddies come to see you you're like hey don't go piss during this
1: <laughs> oh let's see i'm like looking through my patches here what's it a... Oh, Rumors in the Air is always fun. That's a good, because I get to do the. Uh...
2: <laughs>
1: I get to do that part. And I'll see Lisa
0: oh, and the best ride riff. <laughs> Lisa, Robin, isn't that cool? Isn't yeah, there's...
3: very. <laughs> we need to hear that more when we go.
1: <laughs> oh, right on. <laughs>
0: Um, like I said, Robin or uh, Lisa, um, you know, eventually we'll get them to do what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I think I, <laughs> you know, the first thing Optimize I gotta do is list. is I gotta magically start getting brown liquor to appear backstage. <laughs> um, if
1: anybody can <laughs> do it, I, I trust it's you. I'll walk in like Barney. <laughs> hey, <"There you go." laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh and then uh, jack will never talk to you again and it'll be my fault um,
0: uh it'll be all right uh well i just gotta get that blackmail like talk to me jack <laughs> um uh,
4: i love like josh's that. voice for himself <laughs>
0: <laughs> but can jack really truly stop talking uh chris nichols were you a fan of the band before taking over for Fitz? I think we kind of talked about that where you had, you, you maybe knew their hits, but you, you didn't know, you know, their catalog at all, correct?
1: Yeah. And it was only because of my mom's, you know, like, it, it, yeah, there's no way she would have been letting me like listen to Midnight Madness back in the day. But so 1987, we got cable TV and one of my favorite movies that year was Secret of I Success. I I I I thought that movie was great when I was that age. And um and, and and then when the when the damn Yankees came out, I bought that first album and listened listened to that first damn Yankees album a, a ton. So when I joined the band, it was that's the music that I was that I was more the you know really the fan of was so, like high so up coming of age.
0: Yeah, so you're the catalyst, the reason why um night ranger still does coming of age and high enough so uh I, there, I, there's I where word, there's word where word you, dir- you direct your messages to uh so um but yeah oh, like me maybe-
1: i have one other quick thought along those lines we played um oh i guess like a, a controversial we, we uh, not that i don't know we we Depending on what side of the aisle you're on, but we but we played on um, Fox and Friends uh, on on the Fox News network. Uh, this was oh, yeah. oh, here in Cleveland, right? It, what's that?
4: Wasn't it here in Cleveland, Fox eight? Um, um you were promoting one of the sh- not, Danny not Pepe shows, right? Like on the
0: no, the- uh, this w- names- now was this Night Ranger or Jack doing? Because Jack played the Republican convention.
1: With... Oh, that might be what you're thinking of, the Republican <laughs> Okay, yeah, so um, the Fox Fox and Friends, they were, I, I don't know if they still do it, but um, that summer they were doing a thing where they would, like, have have these bands outdoors, like, at, at their place, which is, uh like, Midtown Manhattan in New York City. Oh. So, um, so we're there super early in the morning, and uh, during the commercial breaks, it'd be like, okay, you know, now we're going to start this next song, so it's um, so so we start playing "Secret of My Success," and I start looking up and around me. And I, if you've ever seen the opening credits to that movie, the opening credits is that song playing, and Michael J. Fox looking around in, in midtown Manhattan and, see, or, yeah, and seeing seeing all the tall buildings. So all of a sudden, I had like one of those fun little full circle moments, you mm-hmm. know. Like imagine, you know, 1987, my teenage self sitting there watching this movie, and you know. Imagine telling yourself, like, okay, yeah, someday you're going to be in, you know, out looking at these buildings for real, you know, blasting this song with this band. Yeah, that, that was a cool moment. Um,
0: just think if your mom hadn't been so strict, you could have been playing for like Iron Maiden or something, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, looking up at the devil, you know, you know, thing and going, I can't believe I'm here. Um, we're going to laugh at you. Uh, amy pierre johnson of, <laughs> is that an uh, adam sandler <laughs> <laughs> well i think it's is it from uh carrie oh, no i, I think know. it's i think it's from the what? movie carrie but yes adam sandler you know they're all gonna laugh at you um, um uh i think
4: you're right on carrie uh,
0: at yeah. <laughs> a medium pace that's the song you need to cover <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
1: Somehow I, I don't I don't see myself doing that one, but I, I appreciate the artistry though when it's.
0: You know what? It's weird. Like, like if I'm cleaning around the house, no one knows, you know, what I'm doing. But I'll be like, mop, 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 all day long. Mop, mop, mop. Why sing this song? <laughs> gonna mop the floor. Gonna make it shine. Gonna make, like, like turpentine. Hey, the Walker. boom, Walker. Let go of my sideburns. <laughs>
1: Oh, my garage mahal days. I'd be I'd be like playing that CD in the van like every day.
0: Oh dude, that yeah. Like, the, come no on, one. you
1: guys. This is funny. We gotta hear it again.
0: <laughs> hey man, uh let me in there. I gotta pee really bad. <laughs> World's longest pee. Uh, for if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the early uh, Adam Sandler CD. Uh they're all gonna laugh at you. Uh uh really uh it's one of the greatest things
1: ever. Um if you appreciate sophomore humor yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: uh <laughs> what was the one uh
1: kathleen turner's got really big remember the oh the excited southerner or, <laughs> i don't
0: know what it was applies
1: uh, for college or something one of those yeah <laughs> or no the buffoon that's the what he buffoon called it. yeah Buffoon. Oh, god i haven't
0: thought about that forever and i like the second record with the goat
1: oh yeah the goat that's a, that's a weird one yeah. <laughs> but i i appreciate the goat yeah i remember
3: that it one worked. i can't remember how it went but i remember hearing that
0: uh, <laughs> oh so shit. classic um uh Pierre johnson of minnesota wants to know what is the one item on the backstage rider that you'd be very upset if it was forgotten um and what's a i don't know what fucking word this is what's uh a pescatarian p-e-s-c-a-t-a-r-i-a-n maybe okay. it's an ins- maybe it's an inside joke with you two from rock the heart uh but uh what's what's the one item on the backstage writer be upset if it was forgotten
1: the oh. liquor. yeah really <laughs> really and it's forgotten every night really? <laughs> um yeah, if if they're right, if there were if if there was like absolutely no booze backstage, that would be kind of a bummer. That's, uh, the, yeah,
0: the ginger root for your vocals.
1: Oh, that's uh oh yeah,
0: that's for you, man.
1: Other I've... people have to worry about their vocals. So I get to just go up and <laughs> assume my microphone isn't even being heard. And just <laughs> let let whatever comes out of that throat come out. Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> it's a luxury uh um uh, robin's going to take a break here real quick uh but uh um uh yeah i mean i remember one time they didn't have the ginger root there and god eric was pissed throwing shit you know (laughs) Uh, i gotta warm up these pipes uh carl eichelman please tell us about the experience of playing live With the youth orchestra, did you like the arrangements? And did you have a favorite song with them? Mm.
1: Um, yeah the uh, the youth orchestra was wonderful. I've I've actually got got their signed poster up here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, all all the kids signed them for us. Yeah, like that. Yeah, it it was like right before the show too when they um. Uh, <laughs> was like, okay, we gotta we gotta go upstairs just for a minute um to meet with the kids and, and like he it, we had no idea you know it's like okay you know we just follow ed you know before the show that's what we do so um so we go up we go upstairs and it's like all the kids in the room and as soon as we walk in they just like start like screaming and clapping and it, you know, the, the enthusiasm of a bunch of teenagers who are, you know you know you're about to go up on stage with and you know it's it, it was just it was it was incredible it was, that was such a such a fun moment and we we took some pictures you know just us and all the kids and uh, and they gave us all signed posters yeah that was um, cool. as far as a favorite song maybe uh Oh, I'm a I'm a broken record, but call my name. They had a mm-hmm. they had a beautiful uh uh intro to it. You know, usually I, I would start it on the piano, but um uh we had the orchestra uh start The um Chris had uh their director had uh had uh, composed uh an intro and, and he was he told me that he was uh inspired by um like uh Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. So it was um at, uh uh the Flautist the uh first chair flautist in the in the orchestra played the um oh yeah the 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 melody that I would that I would usually play on piano oops that's volume so it's, she was playing it on flute and and with the strings and it, it, it yeah very much like led zeppelin's stairway to heaven kind of kind of vibes it's it yeah just it seemed really inspired that that he came up with that idea for that really really worked well uh
0: he also wants to know if there was any song you wish that you guys would have included
1: oh um i think let him let him run might have been cool yeah Yeah. i think let him run might be cool with a with a real orchestra
0: um i think uh i mean a lot of us all mentioned, you know, uh Rain comes crashing down. Yeah. Oh, right. Um I think yeah, let him run would have been a good one. Uh maybe even something like Hearts Away. Um Oh, I know, can see that. You know, a different version, you know, just uh with an you know, something to make it all brand new and unique. You know, to where you're not really doing it like the record and then adding the orchestra, you're starting the composition as an orchestra piece and then you guys fit in but um what do i know uh, uh let's see here uh, david powell wants to know what the true story behind the song sister christian is uh that we've discussed that a lot in the episodes uh basically written for you know kelly wrote it about his sister christy and they thought you know when he was saying singing sister christy that they were singing sister he was saying christian and just they kind of liked how it sounded and there you go Stu upgrave he wants to know: Are you ever coming back to England, mate? Mm.
1: Is that a maybe? That's all. Would absolutely love to come back to London, and so much of England that I've just never seen. Would yeah, would would love to spend more time over there. I, I was a huge fan of the TV show Doctor Who when I when I was a <laughs> yeah. kid, like especially like the like the fourth Doctor, Tom Baker. Is that, that the guy with that the era, curly that hair? Era. That back back in the day, I, I I don't I don't mess with the new Doctor Who's, but yeah, sometimes I'll I'll still put on one of those old episodes and laugh at the special effects. But yeah, that was my young mind absorbing all that. It's I I I absolutely adore being over in the UK. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. I mean, if you like, like I said, if you like, you know, uh, pubs with you know the tale and the peasant and the king's arms uh and uh nice warm you know draft beer and uh food that tastes like leather hey
1: unless you curry i eat a lot of curry when i'm over there
0: yeah well uh yeah england uh fun place uh um you know speaking of doctor who just getting off a little (laughs) off track uh, there are like episodes like they don't have copies of that like right. there's you know like that you know, were back... erased right yeah that were erased and like if people can find them they're worth you know tons of cash and um
1: there yeah, have been people got... who have made like animated computer generated with yeah it's like some of those episodes exist in audio but not visual and it's, yeah. yeah
0: um a lot of the movies from like the the teens and the 20s are like that like uh you know probably one a lot of people know metropolis uh and they've over the years have found you know cut scenes and but they're not like they're in like bad condition or they're not they weren't Hmm. filmed on the best film so you can buy a version where you're watching 1928 metropolis and then like the scenes will be a little bit grainier because they're the found copies and
1: interesting um,
0: and they find a lot they found a lot of these in um uh some in Australia, like some in like Finland or the hmm. Netherlands or something like that. But oh yeah, because lot...
1: the BBC, the British Empire yeah. at the time was still yeah. more well, more a thing. Yeah,
0: and a lot of times they would either reuse them or they would get rid of them because they were flammable. Um, so but, you know people didn't want them in their warehouses and mm. uh, stuff like that. Uh, Richard Jenkins, um, if you ever need to know anything about boats, he's your guy. Or I won't say boats, <laughs> ships you know like uh in the in the video goodbye there's a old footage of like a you know old passenger ship passing by he was able to find out what boat that or yeah Yeah. what ship that was oh wow you know um but anyways you know richard tugboat jenkins the uh the band already covers ozzy for brad alice for carrie damn yankees for jack if you could add any cover song of your choice to the set list um, whether it be something you were involved in within the past or not, what would it be? Would it be a song off the upcoming record, Alien Jackal?
1: <laughs> That's an interesting question. I, I would say at this point, if we were going to cover anything, I would love to cover a Rubicon song.
0: Ooh, a little bit of white funk.
1: It's, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you what song, but I, I just think at, at, at this stage, 40 years into it, you know the the three remaining members, all having been in a band you know beforehand, that you know it's it, yeah i it's, I don't know yeah I, you, I think it would be a cool thing if if we had at least one Rubicon song in the in the repertoire that we could pull out here and there.
0: I think it'd be cool to hear uh, Jack do a little bit of uh you know his funk bass Larry Graham stuff, uh yeah,
3: if he puts on those glasses,
0: oh yeah we got he got those glasses out uh, of storage. Uh, well I I found how much
3: that, will it take?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh one thing I found was a rare photo of them playing like a day show and he's got like softball pants on with like the, remember like you know how they have the stirrups on the side? Yeah. Oh uh, right. Yeah, he's on stage, you know, playing those I made the you know, I made when I posted the pic. I'm like, you know, we got, you know, we got to hurry up, man. I got a softball game at 3. Um but uh yeah, I mean his is playing was like you know larry graham just uh very funky and uh yeah that's a good uh you know pick there i I wouldn't have uh expected the uh the rubicon would probably go over more than what i would i would have thought he would have said uh you know some chick korea and um (laughs) i don't know who would do the female singing maybe brad would have to yeah. <laughs> do the that female part. Uh, oh right. You're singing on that. Yeah. Um, but uh you know, that would be uh be interesting. Let's see here. Kim Richardson, Christensen. That's a lot of sons. Um, do you remember taking this picture with me at 80s in the sand while you were having lunch? The weird thing is taking a picture with me. All right, I want to show you this picture. Do you have okay. do you remember taking this picture with her?
1: I'm not in that picture. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that. Um <laughs>
0: i'm going to venture out on a limb here and say uh he probably does not because i i read it again like well maybe she, you know well, who
2: took the picture
0: well that's why maybe i that's why i was like reading it again like maybe she she wrote i read it wrong like you remember taking the picture now would
1: oh maybe i took that picture yeah maybe, maybe i was like oh, i'll snap it
0: yeah maybe you're like oh, this is before fans emotion i'm not a true member night ranger um yeah let me uh take the picture here uh so uh but the answer kim if he took the photo he remembers um and he hopes you're doing well uh robert (laughs) pena uh saw you guys last year at the glass cactus and grapevine oh yeah uh been a fan since the early 80s in high school phenomenal show i must say thank you my question is will you be coming back to dallas fort worth um texas anytime soon my kids would love to see you um so uh i know you know the schedule by heart is there some texas
1: (laughs) every time i want to know anything i'm like going to my photo library and okay what's like the last one that josh sent me of like (laughs) those dates Um, oh yeah it is
0: i don't i don't
1: it's it, yeah. you know you know what, I I thank you that that glass that glass cactus that that's a a fun fun place to play it's um i'm i'm forgetting now the name of the uh venue in fort worth that we that we played uh, billy at billy bobs billy bobs mm-hmm. um <laughs> the the funny thing to me there was like like people like completely just like like dog in dallas saying like dallas is where the east ends and fort worth is where the west begins <laughs> I, I i don't know i guess i never really realized it was like a, a whole rivalry thing but so yeah like dallas fort worth love it there though Ab- absolutely yeah um yeah uh
0: robert i i know there's no texas shows announced and uh off my top of my head i can't remember if there's someone you know obviously there's some there's shows that get scheduled and we got to wait till they're officially re- announced um but i would just say with you know texas being one of the biggest states uh you're going to get probably a night ranger show somewhere around there um yeah john, yeah yeah john w tiny he says okay eric pick one dave or sammy <laughs>
1: oh for me sammy all the way and not sammy. just because i haven't met dave in person but because right, the whole like restriction on my childhood thing meant that the first uh, Van Halen album that I bought was Fifty One Fifty. So to me, like that's that's the sound of Van Halen, which I know is weird to most people, you know. But um, yeah, to me that album, and there's so much, so much keyboards on that album too. Dude. It's huh? great, great keyboards yeah. on that album too. Well,
0: that I, and, uh,
1: I to that quite a bit.
0: Oh, you ate one too. Same way. Uh... You know, my, I always say, like, if I got to throw an album on, it's the Roth era. If I'm listening to songs, it's the Hagar era. Um, you know, there's no true Sammy record, I think, is perfect all the way through. Uh, unlike the Roth albums, you know, you throw in Fair Warning um, you can throw in women and children first. I mean, obviously the first record Vanilla too, maybe not Diver Down, but uh, uh, you can throw in those records and just all the way through. Fifty One Fifty is close. OEA One Two No, uh, For Unlawful College and Cardinal Knowledge No. Balance comes close, but then you hit Big Fat Money in Amsterdam, and I'm um, checking out.
1: Um, My favorite song of Fifty One Fifty is actually the Fifty One Fifty. That song that yeah, yeah. And- you know and it's way down at the end of the album i don't know if you know yeah. i never hear anybody playing that one anyway you know i hear love comes walking in and dreams and stuff like that yeah but that song to me that's such a I, that's a great song that's my well, favorite I, song album
0: i mean i you know what's your opinion of the keys and dreams
1: oh brilliant i you, you hear the first measure of it and you know what it is yeah. so iconic yeah
0: I mean, I mean, just to, th- you know, you go from, you know, Van Halen, this guitar, you know, driven band, obviously, and then you hear that and it's, it doesn't make you miss the guitar. You know, he, you know, it's like, oh, the fucking keyboard's rocking. So yeah, and, it was,
1: it, it, Eddie Van Halen on both, you know, you're, yeah. you're hearing, you're hearing Eddie Van Halen on uh, coming through his musicianship coming through on, on all those keyboard parts. Yeah.
0: And then starting with the uh, for unlawful carnal knowledge tour, Fitz was the guy backstage playing all those you know keyboard parts for that tour, um, amazing and the Van Halen or and the balance tour. And I think there he was their road manager, um, uh, not for uh, for unlawful carnal knowledge, but for balance, you know, Tucker Williamson, who was, if you look, he's always on the back credits of those night ranger records, you know, uh, as doing sound and uh teching and stuff like that and eventually moved up he was the damn yankees road manager um for their tours and then after that he went and you know was the road manager for uh, van halen so there's a lot of night ranger connections uh with that sammy sammy uh era um, with van halen alan castleberry wants to know who wrote sing me away do you know that eric levy
1: oh i'm (laughs) sorry i i'm I'm not sure i'm the right person to ask for for like you know the actual josh i'm sure could answer that question way more accurately than (laughs) than i could
0: that is a jack blade as a kelly keggy slash jack blades composition and uh i think kelly told the story about they were working in like some museum uh and i've heard that story yeah Yeah. they got in trouble
1: for sitting in the chair yeah, so
0: like, you know, they're talking about, well, maybe it should go like this. And, you know, Jack sits down in this chair and all of a sudden the alarms start going off, um, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, um, but maybe on this April Fool's coming up, we will put out the uh, press release that uh, uh, Eric Levy is suing them for songwriting credits on Sing Me Away. <laughs> um, Janice Robacha-ka something like that um janice you're going well, next time we're together you're gonna have to tell me how to say your last name because how i say it, i feel like i'm Klingon or something uh <laughs> are your children playing instruments yet and if they do what do they play and would you considering doing a solo album of jazz rock well janice we've already talked about the upcoming uh album release of <laughs> alien Jackoff. uh are your children playing instruments yet? And if so, what do they
1: play? Um, they're really not. It's, we're not doing any kind of like structured lessons. I don't know. It's, I I feel like I I know like um I know they've got they've got like some whatever of it that, that they've inherited and they've got interest in in music and art and artistic kind of stuff in general. They seem like uh, creative kids, but really. The, the one who co- who comes in and plays keyboards with me the most is is the three year old and he'll yeah he'll he'll just hang out he'll he'll hang out and just like yeah, i guess tries tries to do what I'll do so he'll mm-hmm. he'll sit there like yeah, practicing Terrapin station a billion <laughs> times toward, you know <laughs> he, he sees me doing that so he'll come over to the keyboard but it yeah we're not we're not doing anything structured, maybe part of it too, just because like you know. I know, I know what a commitment it's been for me and what, a, you know, it's, it's not the easiest way to, to make a living just because there's so many people who want to do it and that's how markets work. Um, so, um, I don't know if as they gravitate toward it or don't gravitate toward it, I guess I'll, I'll take it from there, but that's, we're, we're it, it it's not like we're trying to raise uh virtuosos, virtuosos over here either you know it's it's you know really just I, I i hope the kids are happy in whatever professions they choose as they grow older and hopefully they actually have professions and don't just mooch off me <laughs>
0: <laughs> um the uh, correct answer would be yeah my oldest played for about five minutes i walked in and she's beating the shit out of my keys and i was like what the fuck and that was the extent of her musical career
1: um, uh, only pete. fingers on the keyboard that's my only rule like you know <laughs> no like you know no marching your barbie doll on the keys ah, or, you yeah, know, none so of fun. that you
0: know?
1: fingers only <laughs>
0: uh pete seaman uh too easy uh asked hey eric my name is pete seaman <laughs> uh, i i'm sorry pete i'm a i'm a a, a juvenile um i am a drummer and you know what i know pete all right i'll I'll tell you i'll tell you how i I know pete uh pete probably he'd be a guy to get on the uh podcast uh i didn't know who he was until i remember i he posted he joined the page um a while ago but uh when i was young i'd get all these shows at like the newport music hall um in columbus uh Rock Club, it's been there forever. And he was the head of security. So mm-hmm. I was there enough to where I, you know, we would kind of talk sometimes. He's the one that told me the Shaw Blades concert that was coming up in '95 had been canceled. But uh he asked, Hey, Eric, my name's Pete. I am a drummer and keyboard player and I live in Columbus, Ohio. I work for Promo West Productions, which Promo West, if anybody's from Ohio, they did everything around here. Been in the music industry for 49 years, working on 9,000 shows, worked with Night Ranger many times. Um, he remembers long ago, Night Ranger played Legend Valley about 30 miles from Columbus, not too far from me. Huge outdoor venue that had about 65,000 people. Night Ranger's on a huge bill, probably in the mid to late 80s. Uh, Pete, I th- it's probably you're looking at 84. Um, I don't think they played there after that. They may have played there a couple times in 84. One time, I know for a fact they played with 38 specials um maybe the other time's easy top but i'll let other people figure that out there were five bands on the bill i was backstage working i remember walking kelly Kiggy to the stage had a great conversation with him uh he also worked with jack from the Shaw blades record um i just wanted to reach out and say hello really no questions here but i saw the band about a year ago and they sound better than ever
1: love the oh man right on thank Uh, you
0: love the energy they bring every night being 68 years old and seeing all the 70s and 80s 80s bands still out there touring is fantastic i'm still at it and i hope to work another show with the band sure uh would be great to say hello to you and the boys i hope all of you have a fantastic 2023
1: um so there you go thank you happy 2023 to you too yeah
0: Um, yeah that guy like i said he uh and he even did i remember seeing him you know we used to have players amphitheater in columbus which is kind of like blossom your big outdoor sheds oh yeah um and he i know was doing security and stuff there i remember seeing ted nugent there in 96 and he did the flaming arrow and i just remember him being pissed probably because you know we're you know he got the whole great white thing this was before that you know the only if he would have missed there was a huge ass curtain you know, and you've got, you know, 2,000 people packed in there like sardines. So, um, you know, I just remember him not being happy. Uh, but Pete, reach out to me, man. Uh, you know, I'd like to hear some more of your stories. Dan Mark, Mark, yes, I thought Mark it, but it might be Mark Hurt. Um, he wants to know what I was telling you, man. He wants to know if you ever played the guitar.
1: <laughs> I did. I did once play a guitar. Yeah, the, the uh, <laughs> it, was, it was it was a long time ago, and and probably like the like the dumbest possible context. It was it was with my jazz. It was with the, with the jazz ensemble at my university, at uh, Northern Illinois University. I'd written, um, <laughs> I I I wrote a, uh, an arrangement to uh, the Chicago Bears fight song. It's like. Uh... <laughs> It, it, Do you want to go it, yeah. play sixty minutes there of football? Now, Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's the Midwest. They have a fight song, and <laughs> and, and so I I wrote a, a arrangement for it, the band where it, I featured myself in the arrangement, and and um we uh, we we actually we played it at Grant Park, uh, in in the city, and for that one I didn't use the guitar, but for whatever reason when we did it like our our performance at the, at the school. I thought it would be cool to like stand there with a the guitar. but even then, like, I I still didn't really feel comfortable with it. So I was like, I kind of, I had like my arm over like my knee and my foot on the monitor, you know, it's, I, I just, I'm not a guitar player. I, I, some guys are, I just,
2: well, you know, but
1: key- I, I mean, my biggest, pro- my, my biggest issue with the guitar is really the whole that whole thing i was talking about earlier with the direction that night rangers pushed me in a 10 finger you know playing with all 10 fingers it's like guitar it's like you give up your left hand entirely Uh, all your left hand can do is like the pitch bend mod wheel like it's you have no ability to play anything with your left hand so it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot to give up for something that you know just looks like you're playing like a guitar uh, player
0: well that and you look you know fucking weird um so uh uh, but you know in some parts of the country a kitar is also called panty dropper
1: you know so uh 1st you know, time hearing of that yeah you know you
0: get that keytar you know the uh the broads will be pushing away that uh that fender stratocaster of brads and that Les paul of carries and be like get your ass over here levy you know
1: <laughs> um, oh, i just thought it was- a story that I probably shouldn't tell. I'll remind me, I'll tell you later.
0: <laughs> Those are the best stories. <laughs> uh and uh will we see four night ranger bandmates side by side on stage with one playing a guitar during seeing sing me away? An epic <laughs> photo opportunity. Not
1: done. This since... is like multiple guitar comments. <laughs> oh, like it's still and it, uh,
0: it's still dance, he's still on the guitar. <laughs> um uh so uh yeah i mean we you, you do get the four person photo opportunity and uh the secret of my success video because Fitz, i mean Fitz is right. he, he could he, he gives sammy hagar a run for the red rocker so if i remember correctly <laughs> i think he's wearing like a red hat maybe a red jogging pants and sweatshirt and the guitars red um but uh right yeah uh james reed before playing with night ranger what other bands were you with and who were your influences? which we've touched on obviously the other bands uh you know you had uh you know burnt breadsticks and uh garage (laughs) mahal and uh american drag is kind of one we haven't mentioned but american drag were you on a studio record
1: yeah so um and actually there's a garage mahal connection there too because um alan Hertz, uh the drummer was um like but before Garage Mahal, he had done some other pop group project with Will Ivankovich and and the same, I think the same bass player with American Drag 2, uh Joe Shaughnessy, who's who's now a very successful lawyer. So he's he's had a completely after the band thing didn't work out, he's like, oh, I'm going back to law school. And <laughs> I've I've had my fun with music. Now it's now it's time to now it's time to get serious. But um But yeah, so that I came in, they had already released their first album when when I when I first started checking them out and I I was so drawn to their sound. I was like, I was like, really, you guys don't have keyboards because I think I love this band. I think you guys are killer. So um, but for the then for the second album, also, we ended up uh, uh, getting uh, Alan in the band. So the uh, the second album is uh, what's it called? But. it's called something that's <laughs> that escaping me right now. <laughs> but it's yeah, both both Alan and I are are on that record along with Willa now of Sticks, mm-hmm. who's a huge part of their productions too. Just ha- have, having worked with him over the years and now hearing like the new Sticks albums and it, it, he, yeah, he he's he's having a lot to do with that process. It's coming through in the music.
0: I think you guys missed a golden opportunity with American Drag to like really work on your image where not only you know do you guys play great music and your name's american drag but you dress and drag you know I,
1: I think that was a big issue with the name was yeah like i would tell people oh yeah i'm playing with this band american drag and yeah the first thing they oh cool you guys are drag queens yeah. it's okay
0: dude i you know uh, i i you know i mean brent would probably be into it it's, it's no fun when he's not here uh but uh so uh um but uh um, so yeah that was one band that we really uh you know kind of didn't talk about of your previous um previous bands uh um Shapin chapin did you cultivate look at that fucking wordy <laughs> probably spent 15 minutes on that uh did you cultivate your look similar to similar to fits when joining the band or is that a coincidence?
1: oh so okay how did my look change i guess i i I was already i was already wearing wearing a hat all the time um and i already had a beard (laughs) but um but when but when we were recording the the somewhere in california album like like i swear every day I would show up and and Jack would like point at my goatee which I didn't have tied up yet and he he's like you need to you know, cut that off or do something with it. It, it, it. every day he's he's like what you know what are you doing about that. Mm-hmm. And and so finally I was I I was watching um oh this old uh, uh, this old uh, show about the Roman gladiators and I remember one of the one of the characters had his beard tied it was actually like two of these but it was it kind of looked like this and I was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe that would be cool. So it's, I tried braiding it, and I was like, okay, this is like way too hard, and it's gonna take way too long. And yeah, braiding's not for me. But then it, I discovered, you know, just those little like twist tie things that you get at Target, and so it it only takes me like a minute to do this, and makes me look cleaner. And so it's yeah, kind of kind of ideal.
0: Um, and
1: that so really the sunglasses are, are yeah. like the real. That, that's the real nod to Fitz, is the, is the sunglasses. The, that's, yeah, the nod to his look. As uh, far as something that I, I wasn't doing ever, I never played with sunglasses on before that.
0: Um, the first Night Ranger you show you did at that casino, did you wear sunglasses?
1: Yeah, it was, it, it was mandatory.
0: <laughs> because there is one group photo out there, you know, professional group photo of you, and you're not wearing the sunglasses.
1: Really? yeah
0: i'll have to find this
1: it it might have been japan because it's frowned upon in japan to to uh wear sunglasses when taking a picture
0: yeah well you know what you just tell them yeah so so it's starting a world war um you know uh put your sunglasses on um so uh uh, (laughs) that's a dark joke (laughs) oh well it's just the truth you're gonna get on me about sunglasses and you know you ever heard of the rape of Nate king uh so um if you ha you don't know what i'm talking about you know it's read it.
1: tragedy in china um, in the 1940s uh,
0: and back to you know this is how crazy my mind works you were talking about your friend in american drag or something o'shaughnessy
1: yeah uh joe shaughnessy
0: yeah when well, you're talking about being a lawyer and stuff my first thought went to the the lawyer movie primal fear where one of the characters is o'shaughnessy so when hmm. you start talking about lawyers i'm like i don't know but he's a know, great
1: bass player too man. it's really yeah blast blast playing music with with that dude tj rogers
0: uh no relation to kenny not spelled the same either uh what is your favorite thing about being a night ranger is it wow. the dr- Is it the uh, babes and the narcotics
1: um my fa- it's my oh, my very favorite thing would would really have to just be like like that, like gigs just appear on my calendar. Like you know, <laughs> I I don't I <laughs> like boom. Oh, I just got a gig. Boom. Oh, I, you know, that's so cool. It's coming from oh, back in the garage mahal days, I was I was the one who was coordinating with the booking agent and advancing it. Oh, it's I am so happy to just be like, you know, the the such a such a great system in place forty years and. And boom, I, I just get to show up the, you know, the very kind Steve Koken setting up, setting up the keys for me. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it, I, I never, I truly like never want to take it for granted. And, and yeah, like Sunday night playing my left-hand monkey wrench gig and, you know, lo- lo- lugging the keyboards out of the, out of the car at the end of the night, back into my garage and like, you know, stubbing my fingers and <laughs> You know, it's yeah. I I never want to take for granted. Um, you know, and and this this won't be forever. This will be you know hope, but hopefully continue for indefinitely. It's 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 amazing. It, it, I I could go on and on and on about things I love.
0: I think it boils down to he's he's flying and not in a van, mm-hmm. um, and he's not sharing <laughs> sharing a room at the motel six, um,
1: so uh, I had plenty of nights of that. Yeah. Um, oh, the rough ones were like showing up at somebody's house. Cause it's like, Hey, we can save like the money on the hotel tonight. We just, you know, we just met this uh, hippie dude who's, you know, he said he's <laughs> got like, couches and, and we can go crash over there, you know? And it's like, you show up there and it's 2 AM only to find that. It's like, you know, somebody's going to get the couch and then the other person's on the floor. And okay, well let's Rochambeau for it.
0: <laughs> this fucker better have good weed. Um <laughs> Craig Sikirky, uh, uh, Craig, number one, you're a Niners fan, so I don't care. Um, what is your favorite Night Ranger song, and what's your favorite artist? Thank you, uh, Craig. You just commented too late. You, if you were up higher, we would have uh, you would have been first. But uh, uh, did we talk? Well, we said what your favorite Night Ranger song playing live is, but you have just a Night Ranger song that is uh, the "Klim Deda Clem? De la Clem.
1: Oh, interesting! Like a like one we don't play. Just that. Uh, Have
0: you ever ever heard Kong from the album (laughs) Seven?
1: um, no i i have that i've under listened to seven i like a uh, panic and jane is a killer yeah. song or is that Nevermind.
0: no that's uh never, that's never, seven
1: that's uh never Neverland. Neverland. never land uh, never oh see uh, that's i'm oh i'm <laughs> but uh yes you're panic- not gonna think i'm like the great you know a Listen, great fit for this band you, anymore you, you i'm you probably for the names of the
0: probably no more than uh jack does uh yeah. <laughs> but uh
1: um panic uh, and jane is cool i yeah. uh, maybe a, i like another cool sounds. song that i'm not sure we'll ever play is uh is halfway to the song it's just so epic
0: yep. mm. yeah you would make a lot of the hardcore fans uh happy if you did that one or uh uh don't start thinking i'm alone tonight oh right um amy house Wants to, uh, She uh, wants to tell you that uh, keep on being one of the best bands ever, and thank you for the years of rock and roll in my speakers.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Amy. Um,
0: Emily asks again, what's your favorite album from Night Ranger? Uh, I, I'll put an asterisk there. Besides Hole in the Sun, what is your favorite album? <laughs> <Night Ranger? laughs>
1: um oh yeah just because of the because of the way it makes me feel would be uh somewhere in california just because it's it's like i hear that and it's instant just you know like like all all the good memories of of the excitement and starting out and you know the the beautiful spring that was and yeah Um, it's I, i i have such good sentimental feelings about that album
0: and, you know, you talk, we talk about the fits and everything, the sunglasses, uh, like, you know, my, you know, hardcore nerdum of Night Ranger. One thing I remember is, uh, <laughs> it's the back of, is it the back of Dawn Patrol, where um, Fitz is kind of like standing, like, at the side, right? Like, he's, like, standing profile. Like, with his arms straight down. God damn it, I got the record right here. Mm -hmm. No, well, this is how he's standing there. All right? So, but see how Fitz is almost like, you know, in almost like a military uh, position. But anyways, there's a single or something where, like, everybody else is, like, facing the camera. And Fitz is just standing straight, looking to the side. And uh, in that Somewhere in California record or video you know everybody's doing crazy stuff and you're there just looking like you know sanding the surfboard and <laughs> it just it threw me back to uh you know just fits being you know kind of doing something different and everybody else is doing shit and there's just
1: there sanding yeah the, that's, uh, it, that that was that was like straight up direction from jack yeah that the yeah. whole photo session and that whole video he's like this is this is the way you're going to be all the time you're going to be pointing in random directions and looking in random places that have absolutely nothing to do with anything that we're (laughs) that we're up to but the but the sanding the um surfboard that that one was my idea because it brad had just gone in there and done yeah you know i I was like oh it might be fun if you know if i'd like oh you know that's that that was me being goofy and somehow it made the final cut.
0: Debbie, we got we got a couple more left. Debbie Eaton Daniels, question: What if any side projects are you working on, um, which we've talked about? We,
1: Debbie, I would uh, love to answer further uh, it, uh, by May. Debbie, by May, just
0: I- just hang on for a couple more months, my girl. Uh, suggestion. Would love to hear in advance when you play side projects, usually local to Northern California. This way fans can have an opportunity to see you perform in a different setting. Um, so, Eric, uh, you know we got to make a bigger concentration on that. Comment. I appreciate how you take the time to post on your social media and how you like the comments and reply. When a fan asks you specific questions about your post, thank
1: you. So that was... Right on. Debbie. Thank you for watching and yeah thank you
0: and uh debbie will make a bigger effort to uh um give you uh eric's uh, itinerary so you can mm. uh, chase him down um <laughs> michael michael maser what's your favorite what was the your favorite show that you ever played with night ranger i know you mentioned that one in chicago right where you kind of return home
1: yeah and the i mean really it's um the, the 35 years and a, and a night in Chicago one was that one had such such significance for me because it was um, it was shot at the uh, house of blues in Chicago and I had I had played there like countless times before I moved to California but I but I had never played in a headlining band there it was always like you know some national act and I and I would you know be playing with play playing like with the opening band or you know whatever whatever gig that would be that I that I would take so like to to be able to walk into House of Blues and have it be like um, oh just I, the other cool thing about it was was that it it would, it had been like um, like really hyped up on Chicago radio and so it it, oh, it was it was just it that was a magical night and it the the most brilliant thing that one of the most brilliant things Todd ever did to me was 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 like a, a couple hours before the show started he's he's like. I'm I'm taking your phone from you now. You you have you have five minutes. Text everybody that your tour manager's about to take your phone away. I was like, okay. And <laughs> I just texted everybody, you know, all my guests, family, everybody. I'm like, thanks for coming. The tour manager's taking my phone, park there, and I'll see you afterwards. And it, and it was so freeing because it was like then I was able to be like, okay, yeah. But the point of tonight is, you know, yeah, we are, we are filming it. And this is, you know, it, it really is about this concert and, you know, not about all my guests and where are they going to park? It, <laughs> but Yeah. In, in the end, man, what a, what, what a experience that was another full circle kind of, mm-hmm. kind of experience.
0: And the last question we have on here is from Devon Herod for Eric. I just text him myself friends for years um that name ring a bell
1: um oh i've seen uh uh recognize the name from uh, social media so that's, i assume he means uh, uh uh messenger or something
0: i don't know De- Devin. you got some explaining to do um oh, so- thank you for
1: <laughs> yeah thank you
0: yeah he's gonna text chat.
1: what the fuck man
0: i'll be Uh, like oh that was
1: you this oh yeah
2: (laughs) Um,
0: so uh uh lisa you got a you got a question for uh um hold on Uh, first of all the people that want to hear lisa and robin Moore want to be pissed off on this episode uh so lisa what's what's some questions you got for the man the myth legend eric levy
3: um there is a um live version of sentimental street where there's like a long intro solo of yours is there any plans to maybe do that again at one of the shows maybe or any of the shows
1: i would oh. love to hear that live <laughs> oh thank you thank you it's it it's it's funny that you bring that up i was actually just talking to um uh one of the one of the engineer <laughs> one of the engineers from that from the. Uh, from that uh, acoustic show that we did this guy uh matt cohen a wonderful uh producer and engineer in the bay area uh, we, but yeah we were we were t- talking about the circumstances and i and i was reminiscing about back in those days when i would i would use a laptop on stage to generate my sounds um, before i had a absolutely disastrous show and it, it, yeah was like never again mm-hmm. and no more laptop for it, anyway that's a whole that has nothing to do with your question whatsoever, yeah. but, but you can actually hear at the, at the end of it, like it, this is how buggy that laptop was, was, was you could actually hear like this low note, like hanging out, like ringing, ringing out at the end of that, um, intro that I did that, that was just like my computer locking up in that moment. So it's like the whole room spy out crap you know that's what I was always, that's what I was always worried about yeah. in those days was was laptop freezes but th- uh, thank you very much that was um it's I would have to completely relearn how to how to play <laughs> I couldn't just sit down and play it I'd have to relearn it yeah I, I really appreciate hearing that thank yeah, you yeah
3: it would be great to hear again live I I only hear it like when I hear it on um like playing on streaming it, you know it'll play sometimes but I would love to hear it live yeah
1: Oh thank you. It's I, I remember the, the way I came up with oh I can't even try and play it because I don't even remember. <laughs> but but the, uh, the intro chords to Sentimental Street are like uh like F over C, um, F over C, B flat over C, and then it finally kind of resolves to that C major. So it's I I think what I did is I just kind of took it a, a F is a fourth higher than C and B flat is a is a fourth higher than F. So I think I took that concept and ran with it for the intro. And I was like, well, what if I'd kind of like move up to the next fourth, which is E flat? I think it was. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's where I got the inspiration for for it for it is just playing around with the those kind of harmonies that are at the beginning of the of Sentimental Street. And thank you. That's that's really wonderful to hear.
0: Um, I think my biggest fear would be like if i had the laptop on stage was leaving like a browser window open you know (laughs) you know people out in the crowd like is that midget porn i hear (laughs) uh so uh but yeah Our, uh, our
1: tech who was with us at the time glenn kaufman his his whole thing was was that every every night he would he would take a different picture and and they would be and that would just be the screenshot that i would walk up to and and i would have a hot corner set so that so that like um If if you pushed it to the corner, all you would see was the screensaver until you hit that corner again. So yeah, I would I would walk up there every night, and every night it would be like you know some new image that you know it would be something different every night. Sometimes he he'd get people around, and you know it was fun. He would have fun with it. (laughs) When I was in
0: the military, if people left their desktop open, I would change their background to like I would just type in like you know hairy chest and, uh, you know, save, like, you know, 1983 Tom Selleck, you know, as their, <laughs> <as> their <laughs> backdrop. Uh, but uh, um, uh, Robin Luditti, do you have a question for the man of myth legend, Eric Levy?
4: I know I've uh, talked about it before, but, like, I still crave that Midnight Man is piano book, so any kind of nerdy kind of collectible music book shit like I'm about
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: like any I don't know even the new songs I don't know it'd be it cool is, to have an arrangement right on well, well, well I mean like would you want to do anything like that put the work into doing that
1: um uh, uh, <laughs> I, I'll, 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 I'll confess that um uh, ho- however long ago it was that um um I guess it was over the summer that that I I finally was like okay for for some of my jams here I'll I'll record some solo piano versions of uh, Night Ranger songs um but um and and I had people commenting you know like like that's a that's a great arrangement that you worked up and I, I like didn't like correct anybody but really that was just me like chugging a few beers and then just like you know playing it however it would turn out and it's it, it would never but that's yeah you know, I'm a I'm a, I'm an improv I'm improvisational kind of jazz musician I guess at heart so it's for me that's that's where all the fun is at in music is playing something that I I don't really know exactly what's gonna what's gonna come out so as far as like putting the work in those those it's all songs that I know already it would literally I could just turn on the camera and chug a chug a couple beers and <laughs> but I, I appreciate you saying and hearing that. It's you're. That's that's great. I should. Um, wow. Any songs off the new album that you think would sound sound good with solo piano?
4: Um. Well, I think "Free" is the best song. That's the new <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. grouping
4: of songs. Rocker. So, <laughs>
0: so it would just be an instrumental, right? Uh, Monkey. Monkey. <laughs> yeah just so I don't have to hear the word monkey. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm all for the instrumental there. Uh, You know, it'd be a good one. Maybe like The Hardest Road. Oh,
1: yeah. You know, that's a beautiful, Uh, beautiful song.
0: Um, But uh, Lisa, you got any other questions before we wrap this up? Lisa, can you or can you not confirm the existence and uh uh the definite definite uh determination that a keytar is a panty dropper
3: i don't know i've i'd have to see it in person
0: (laughs) (laughs) fair enough (laughs) she's like uh yeah a keytar or a six-pack of uh you know milwaukee's best light (laughs) Do it for me every time. Uh, Milwaukee's
1: best life. Yeah. It's come it up multiple times too. in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, it kills oh. me
4: too because I play I play keys and stuff too. I've just never played a guitar, and I always thought it'd be cool to go do '80s covers because I already look like Joan Jet, but just be rocking a guitar instead of a guitar. <laughs> seeing how go
1: for does. it, and then I'll, yeah. I'll play your moves. <laughs>
0: Yep, uh, well, thank you. It's kind of hard to believe Night Ranger had the keytar.
1: Um, <laughs>
4: Dude, that's my favorite part of that whole video. Of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that video is no. amazing. Yeah, it's, You guys know that the horn section is like Weird Al and uh, <laughs> the dudes yeah. from Motley Crue. <laughs> that video is amazing
0: vince neil tommy lee and uh weird out weird Al. <laughs> and they had a name too they called themselves and i i can't
1: remember oh, sure um, they, but, uh, oh they named that horn section yeah I, I don't I, I,
0: <laughs> i'm pretty sure they did i, I i'll have to uh
4: i'm to, sure it was uh, tommy's idea
0: <laughs> i'm sure there's a little yayo involved um but uh uh yeah eric i think we're I think we're out of questions i mean i think really the biggest question that still lingers is um when will we see the release of alien jack off and um you know will you you know have josh verse?
3: submit the cover art for it too <laughs> yeah, i'm
0: telling you man it's that like, sounds uh,
4: terrifying uh, mm-hmm.
2: you know you just, in, in you charge read? of that <laughs> Have have you guys
1: messed with the uh the open uh, the open AI stuff? Like I I'm fascinated with the chat GPT right now because it's I'll I'll again have a few beers and just start like asking it deep questions. And I find that somehow amusing. But they also make a, a free uh uh web app called Dolly. It's like D-A-L-L-E. And you can ask it to like make a picture of anything. So you could actually as as descriptive as you were with, you know. <laughs> talking about like where the alien ship is going to be <laughs> and, the <dumpster laughs> and, the, and
2: the sirens tell,
1: yeah it's like you could you could enter all this into dolly and and you know boom
3: you can present it at the next um yeah. podcast yeah
1: and, copyright <laughs> free, right? and
0: listen here's what we do eric right we, we we start out with like just like the album cover right but then after we sell some of those we say uh no maybe we do we start out with a censored cover right <laughs> and uh then after those sell we come out with the uncensored you know uh cover you know and then
1: we have to refund everybody <laughs> no no he's
0: like hey we uh you know we got the license you know uh, originally the label didn't want to show you know uh, alien dong and uh um here we go we got it now and people are like fuck yeah and now they're buying two copies not just one because they have
1: to have the unmarked as well as the yeah the the photogenic one
0: and where and see and it will make it like a concept record where like you know we explore the concept of you know an alien coming here to earth and you know literally and getting jacked Mm. yeah getting jacked (laughs) off where the next record um which you know i guess you could call it alien jack off too but it's a human on an alien planet right getting jacked off and uh you know so you know like we're the alien is the
1: human wearing a spacesuit? uh
0: i think the air is breathable right uh but uh maybe i mean maybe it's just a helmet and the rest of him is naked you know and uh except for like the big astronaut boots right just the boots and the helmet right and and what is know, the
4: helmet connected to who knows <laughs> but uh, uh uh
0: you have, you have know, a very art- creative mind artistic like, lighting, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> Good but, creative.
0: but but like but like maybe like somewhere like you got dialogue in between tracks you know where they're all connected and like uh you know you hear the you know the guy going you know uh oh oh my you know like you've got like you know Eight tentacle fingers. I don't think this is oh, oh 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 I didn't say stop and um you know then you break into like track eight, you know. Uh
1: um oh those could be like the segues yeah. between the tracks and where <laughs> like, like comfortable you know, sexual moments with the alien
0: correct and uh <laughs> then like at the end um you know like at the beginning it's all the mystery. And stuff and you know being scared of this new environment and the human is the alien and towards the end he doesn't feel like the alien anymore you know he's he's been jacked off and he feels at home and and uh uh and he doesn't want to leave you know and uh you know maybe like the symbolic thing is the mask coming off you hear the air pressurization and uh you know he's you know He's no longer the alien. He's home. And then you break into the final track called Home.
1: See? It's it, this 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 is an album that really you should make. I, I have a I feeling the album Josh, you were born to make.
3: Yeah, I think he's into role-playing or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to make fit of
4: scrubs make sense uh, here.
0: The the you know the broad I'm with I'm like, you know. Yeah, no. Put put away the uh, the lingerie. Uh, put this ma- put this alien mask on. Just do it.
4: <laughs> Get the probe <laughs> now.
0: Now talk like this. <laughs> Start jacking.
3: <laughs> they always pr- they always probe them too. So yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Artistic license. We don't have to you know write that part. You know. In there, <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: it can be oh, what back. Josh art.
3: considers art. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> you know, if I am going to get alien probed I hope it's not like one of those ET aliens with a long ass finger. Like, hey,
3: <laughs> that lights up.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, while you're in there,
0: you know, scratch the roof of my mouth. Uh, uh, it's,
1: it's... I, I think I think you need to make this album, but I, but I'll play keyboards on it if you want. But uh, yeah, this is this is this is the album you're born to make.
4: Uh, <laughs> solo project Aldo Nova, it now, <laughs>
0: so uh, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, what's funny is I won't remember any of this two months from now, and uh,
3: <laughs> well, you can always go back and watch, the podcast, podcast, uh, yeah, YouTube I'll is forever. You <laughs> you
0: know, someone will come up to me, alien jack off, like, what the fuck's this uh, <laughs> <laughs> <fucking> weirdo? Uh, <laughs> you know but uh you know uh that's the stuff you know all my friends got to put up with all the time you know yeah, five like, minutes
4: uh, about alien you know. jack and then the person talking about it's a weirdo well, it's, it's,
0: <laughs> you know like the biggest thing is you know it's uh i don't know it's like uh you know you're with a girl and she's doing it and after a while it's like all right you know all right stop uh you know <laughs> You're like, you know, it's like you're driving a 78 F-150 down there, just ragging through the transmission. Uh, (laughs) uh, You know, I'll take over from here. Um, But, uh... (laughs) Like, easy on the clutch, babe! Easy on the clutch! (laughs) Christ! (laughs) Um... But yeah, but sometimes I use my left hand because it's like, it's like, not me. It's like, oh.
1: <laughs> this podcast is taking a real turn. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Josh's voice is cracking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, some, sometimes I miss my ex and I, I start to jack off and then I tell myself I got a headache. <laughs> Like fuck, you know, makes me miss her even more. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, mm-hmm. uh, anybody got thoughts on that?
3: I have nothing, Dad. <laughs> I was lost after the whole alien <laughs> thing.
0: Well, see, it's not truly an alien, jackoff because he's the alien. Like you know, that's the deep conversations you'll have with people, Eric, after the show
1: that's what i'll be asking chat it was
4: was all in josh's mind (laughs) (laughs)
1: josh's (laughs) ultimate fan yeah
0: people will be people will be doing podcasts you know asking you like so is like is the jack off a metaphor for like you know world domination and pollution like no it's just about an alien fucking give me a handy Behind the dumpster, (laughs) (laughs) I
1: I guess. ET did
0: it's actually kind of happened to me. I was with Furt Toast, and uh, except (laughs) it it wasn't an alien, it was some gray haired guy. Uh, but uh, you know, inspiration. and that is why we don't 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 believe everything you hear on the internet and that is why we don't have brown liquor on the rider all right Uh,
1: all right See it's uh, it, 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 what, one of these shows like me, me, and Jack and Brad and Kelly and Carrie. We 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 should all just like take seats and and just give you the microphone and and sit in the crowd and crack up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, I'll we tell a joke. John, John let let you something. entertain <laughs> us for once. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll tell you guys a joke and be like, okay, guys. Um, Jack Jack told me it was to tell you it was okay to laugh. And then oh okay, okay. Uh, um
4: you got Bruce Dickinson now doing that.
0: All the talk the stand-up
4: tours. stuff.
1: dizzy
0: mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, oh. I actually saw it, it was really cool. And then at the end he did he sang a cappella. It was like wow.
2: Dude, <laughs> Eric,
0: you could be singing some a cappella. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. all right oh good stuff
0: what else we got anything i was uh telling someone uh in the organization like we did that episode uh, a week or so ago eric where we me robin lisa and andy we picked three songs we wish night ranger would add to the set list and yeah, I, I haven't done one, something like that in a long time, to where it used to be, I would just say whatever I wanted, like, hey, you know, let's take this song. I don't like that song. Let's do this. And now it's like, I'm like saying something like, yeah, I don't like this song. Then I'm like, ooh, Jack's going to kick my ass if we ever listen to that.
1: When the guys say that, like, usually, you know, after they record an album, like a lot of that music will just never, you know, listen to again. That's, it That that rings true for me, too, you know, and it's and it's not that it's not that you, you know, it's not that you don't you don't like your own albums, maybe so much as it's like you're, you know, it's, you're so like in the midst of it for so many months where you're like having to, you know, just like, you know, every single little detail, you know, oh, is that snare drum hit too loud or, you know, it's every, every tiny little thing that like kind of once it's once it's released, it's like, ah, you know, okay, now it's out in the world. And so. I, I'm not sure that the guys would really necessarily take it all that personally. You know, Jack might be like, I haven't heard that song in years anyway. How does it go?
3: He already uh, has said that. <laughs> has he?
0: Well, I was having coffee with Jack sometime and I don't know, we were talking about stuff and I brought up interstate love affair and I mentioned it, I guess, you know, being on seven wishes and he had no idea it was on seven wishes he just thought it was that teacher's soundtrack and there's other <laughs> stories like that but uh um but yeah i mean <laughs> it's not uncommon most like I, I always tell people when we would do like history of albums that uh, you know um the worst you know people would be like well brad said this or jack said this i'm like one thing i've learned is they are the worst sources of facts um you know it's like
1: uh if you you really want to know something don't ask them you
0: know it's like they were rock stars in the 80s um that's why they're so young really even mentally because uh you know they may be 68 but they really only remember about 53 of those years um so uh um you know so uh you know and i've been there like you know i've Gone to you know Vegas for four days. I remember about 16 hours of it, not consecutive. Um, you know, so yeah, that was a fun time. Like, like, I always, you, Eric, you might get it when you get, you have a good time where like you wake up the next day and like you don't remember what happened, but you've got like it's like a viewfinder, you just got like an I was, image, I,
1: I have like to the get hangover. <laughs> Well, that not kind that, of happened not, to me the not, last time that we were not, in Vegas, like a few weeks ago. That kind of—I have to confess—that kind of happened. I was just—I was drinking beers through the show and I, doing my normal thing, but then I've, I've got a, a childhood friend who uh, who was at the show, and he's like, "Hey, you know, let's go to this other place," and 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 we start drinking uh, whiskey over there. It's not—I yeah, it was a whiskey bar, I guess. And like, yeah, the the next day I woke up and I really didn't remember much. And but then we were in like the van going to the airport. And, um, and, and at some point I was like, I'm just gonna hurl. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, and I'll feel so much better once I do. But then I started looking around, I'm like, there's like nowhere to puke. And what am I gonna do? Just like, you know, puke on the seat and then make all the guys like smell it the whole way to the airport. I can't, I can't do that. So I, so I just like uh, put my head like on the, on the seat in front of me and I'm like sweating it out. And somebody, you know, at some point is like, Eric, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I, I, I just have to puke. And I think I'll I'll feel much better then. So, you know, but meanwhile, then, like within the next couple hours, like everybody had heard, you know, oh, Eric got <laughs> so wasted. He, you know, he's puking on the way to the airport. And, you know, so I, I heard about it then from like the crew and, you know, everybody <laughs> all, all night and it was New Year's Eve. So then, you know, that was Carrie, like, you know, getting me to smuggle tequila into the, you know, come on, let's drink. What's wrong with you? I'm like, dude, I'm just. I'm, rec- I'm recovering from last <laughs> <laughs> what can I say I, I can't I can't go there all crazy two nights in a row but th- I talked to my childhood friend like in in text the next day and and he and he and I'm like I don't really remember anything and he's like, yeah, you were in Vegas that's how it's supposed to be we had a <laughs> we had a good hang I was like okay
0: um... Terry
1: was reminding me that uh, <laughs> of like he's like you remember like when we played highway to hell and a sister christian and kelly said on the microphone so hi, so hell and christians <laughs> i was like diddy i don't remember <laughs> that that, well, that was my last vegas experiment experience
0: the thing that you know at least uh robin you mentioned a hangover the thing that pissed me about the hangover was my buddy got married back in 2003 um in vegas and flew out there uh and this is back in my drinking prime. You think I could, you know, kill you now drinking, uh, Eric? Yeah. Oh, I can't
1: keep up with you. No. Well, what I'm saying is I, 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 I have a good, I can hold my liquor pretty good, but well, I can't well, keep up with you.
0: What I'm saying is 2003, um, that was a whole nother beast. I'm, you know, that, that, that was a Fiari drinking back then. Now I'm like, you know, fucking, uh, Ford Pinto, but, uh, um, <laughs> So we get, you know, we go out um, the night before the wedding, and I was a big uh, Jaeger drinker. Love oh, yeah.
1: Burnt so, Toast was sponsored by Jaegermeister, actually. Dude. We had a banner that we would put up every night, Burnt Toast, by, and it was like a Jaegermeister. and a lot of nights we would have um, the... Uh, uh Jaeger yeah. girls would be at our show and th- and they would bring like an ice slide and it's yeah. like people would put their mouths on the bottom you know and they'd like pour the shot ch- the Jaeger down the slide.
0: Jaegermeister will fuck you up. There ain't no mm-hmm. denying that I mean I-, I don't care what you drink. Meister will fuck you up in a different way. Anyways we're in Vegas drinking a shit ton of alcohol so is my buddy here's the thing is um I'm I'm in the military at the time. I am going to college to be a school teacher. And my buddy's a lawyer, right? So we're respectable, upstanding citizens. And uh, I, I just remember we're going, play, you know, different places with a group of friends and my buddies get married and drinking, 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 you know, it's just fucking having at it. And the next thing I know, just like that, I'm uh, kind of like opening my eyes a little bit. <laughs> And we're at like a half circle booth. And uh, I got a pot of coffee in front of me, not a cup, but a pot. And I didn't really drink coffee much back then, let alone enough to have a pot. Um, And I look over and my buddy Andy is passed out, leaning back with his arms on a full glass of pink lemonade. And I'm kind of looking around and this is back when there was smoking and non-smoking. So we're right at the front booth. So everybody's got to either go to the left or right of us. Right. And I'm looking around like, and I look, you know, I watch 7 a.m. What the fuck? And so I wake my buddy up, you know, we find out we're in you know, his hotel. He goes up to his room. I take a cab all the way back to Stardust and I go to my room so the next that afternoon we got to go to the wedding and i find all my buddies were with i'm pissed i'm like why the fuck did you leave us down in that restaurant like that and they're like what i'm like yeah you just fucking left us there like dude we lost you guys at midnight and so for seven hours to this you usually you know when you get hammered you got a flashback you know like i said the viewfinder You know, you doing this, that's all the memory you got, or doing something.
1: Or there's like shit like truly like seven unaccounted hours of like, no. Uh,
0: We (laughs) had nobody could tell you what
1: happened, fill in the gaps.
0: So, what pissed me off was in Hangover, I'm watching this. I'm like, you know, remember they're on the roof, they take Jaeger? I'm like, dude, this fucking hat, you know, this happened. And what pissed me off was at the end, they blamed it on roofies. I'm like no all this can happen <laughs> like
1: Jaeger does that on itself you don't need <laughs> fucking groupies.
0: you know that dude it, the movie lost me um and uh
4: it lost you at the very end <laughs> it lost
0: and there's i don't know if there's if someone can answer this for me that'd be great the first time i saw that movie was like maybe on pay per view or something like that and when they're on the roof and they're giving their toast um uh who, who's the uh who's the guy that was in uh stars born bradley? bradley cooper right the bradley cooper starts to give a toast and in most versions you see uh uh the other guy um
4: is that galifianakis
0: yeah mm-hmm. he, he interrupts him and he doesn't give to give his toast well in this version he gives to he gets to give his whole toast it's literally shit that i've said like hey whatever happens tonight doesn't fucking leave here blah 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 and they fucking get the jaegermeister out and uh, i just remember we were at the buffet one of those nights drinking and my buddy came up to me who's getting married and he's like my mom's worried about you i'm like why she's like um you know it's like the dinner buffet you know after the wedding and she you know she's she's like you know like they came you know the you know what do you want you know like to order and all you did was order jaeger <laughs> and she's uh worried about it so <laughs> i remember it's i went up and to worry. i went up and got bread or something like that and another thing that's changed is the last day we were there we were going to a show and i was like okay tonight i'm taking it easy it's only beer and two shots now i drank two beers and two shots i'm fucking napping but then that was me taking it easy okay drink as much as i want beer wise two shots of jaeger that's it and uh
1: that's your that's the responsible yeah so uh as much beer as i want that's cool but
0: the uh, jaeger yeah and it all depends too man if you're having a good time you know you got rides like the night me and you and andy went out you know we knew we had a designated driver
1: that was a fun time yeah uh
0: and uh so we could get us, you know you didn't have a show the next day oh, All yeah, i do do is fly and you know you can i mean fuck if pilots can fly hungover <laughs> you can too so uh <laughs> so. all right everybody's yeah. probably getting uh getting tired of uh my stupid ass stories robin say goodbye <laughs> to everyone
3: bye everyone
0: lisa lisa bobisa say goodbye <laughs> to everyone
3: goodbye and thanks eric
0: Eric Levy, say goodbye <laughs> to your adoring fans.
1: <laughs> well, say, thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Robin. Really, um, have having having a <laughs> having a fun time. I've been I've been laughing like crazy over here. This this has been a blast, really. So hope hope to see you all at a at a show soon. Um, yeah, should should be a good year ahead of us.
3: Yeah, Are I you- can't wait for the next one.
0: And listen, if you want Eric to work on that you know, solo album, and you know he's always going to be busy, so you may not be able to go up to talk to him. Just do this, right?
1: <laughs> and he'll, he'll know. He'll
2: know.
1: If anyone wants to talk to Josh about his solo album, he'll know the sign language. He'll know that's... that that is one of my fans
0: who want my solo record. Uh, <laughs>
1: so,
0: uh, so there you uh, there you go. so uh, so there you go hope everyone enjoyed uh listening to eric answer all your questions and uh and getting a little bit of uh, a peek inside my my mind so uh there you go we will talk to you all later bye why, oh, why? there's a voice deep in shy that carries you through and
2: always renews it and somehow you know Is there anyone listening to me?